0: Waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. Couldn't get any kids to take Halloween candy from us last night. God, we, we had like four small groups of kids. It was the it was the worst Halloween ever. What do you mean the worst? I, I,
1: I love Halloween. I'm gonna give you a different perspective. Yeah? Yeah. We had exactly five kids. Six trick-or-treaters, five kids. One of them came up, and it's funny because these days nobody rings the doorbell. You can hear them out there, but it's like, are you going to ring it? So I opened the door, and there's two kids just standing there. Hey, how's it going? One was a repeat customer. He came up by himself, and then later, you know, because we're giving out the full-size stuff, came up with two of his buddies later. Oh, okay. So so that's understandable. We only had five kids. Okay. But here's a different perspective, Tom.
0: Yeah? Oh, God. Do you have, like, a bucket full of candy back there?
1: No, I just brought in here. You get your first your first choice. No. Look, I, I'm telling you, we gave away. God, you do have the full, full size bars. <laughs> I got MMs, Snickers, Milky Way, Twix. You want a Twix? You have more Twix candy than our
0: marketplace downstairs.
1: We, you know what's funny? I went down there to, to get some deep for breakfast, and I'm looking, going, God, they're going to think I stole
0: this. <laughs> we have so much candy left over. Nobody came by. And it's been this way. It's been trending this way for several years, and and this was, like, the culmination. I feel like next year, we need to advertise. Like, I'm going to start doing some live spots a week ahead of Halloween just just to get traffic into our neighborhood.
1: John Maley's house, full-size bars. <laughs> Never mind the scary pumpkin out there or the creepy guy that's chasing you down the sidewalk.
0: <laughs> yeah, free candy. Get
1: some today. Well, it it's funny also that you bring that up because... I'm on our next-door app for our area just because I love reading this stuff. Half of it is like, whatever, and the other half is like, really? You got nothing better to do? Uh But some woman posted on there, and she goes, hey, I feel like a crazy lady. I'm actually standing in my doorway, open, with the lights on, screaming at at the
0: trick-or-treaters who aren't stopping, hey, I've got candy. Yeah, I... I'm really. I'm going to put this on Facebook. I wonder if this is an actual experience, or or maybe because you live in one of the hot areas you, too. But you're on a nice, you know, wide thoroughfare. We're kind of on a, a, a cul-de-sac that's off to the side of the main street in our development, so it kind of stands to reason the kids would stay out there and maybe not come into our little backwater area. But you, and I mean, you have a fairly new neighborhood as well, right? Yeah, it, I think I think word gets around. It's like
1: that's where the radio guy lives. They don't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it. Just been us last night.
0: was asked on Facebook how, uh, how trick-or-treating went at other people's places. And uh, Marie had over 100 kids come by. Melissa, they had 90 candy bars by 6.30. Her husband was headed out to buy more. They got an additional 72, and they were all gone. Wow. They even... They even gave out Gerber snacks when they ran out of candy. Oh,
1: no. No. You can't do that. I mean, you can't disappoint the kids,
0: but at the same time, make them a taco, something. How was your trick-or-treating experience last night in your neighborhood, at your house? Pat and I, for both of us, it was kind of like, eh. But to some people, It was lame. Yeah. So we'll we'll cover more of that later. Today, of course, is uh, All Saints Day, and I was trying to... Every day there's a national day. So I was going through the national day calendar yes. this morning just to uh, see if there was anything else going on. And I noticed that, did you know Tuesday was National Publicist Day? No, got by me. Isn't that weird? Doesn't that seem weird to you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no phone call, no text, no email. <laughs> nothing.
0: A new Country 105.1. Tom, Hot Nashville
1: Minute. Thomas Redd doing a very cool thing for the military. He's teamed up with Crown Royal for the Purple or Purple Bag Project that encourages everybody to write notes and help stuff care packages for our servicemen and women overseas. In fact, there's a big event in Nashville the day before the CMAs that Thomas Shrett will play and that will morph into a big care package stuffing kind of party. That is November the 13th.
0: Yeah, it is, it is awards time in Nashville. As Pat said, the CMAs are coming up Wednesday, November 14th. But between now and then, there are a lot of things going on in that town. A lot of honors being given out to artists like Brett Young. Who, of course, is from Southern California. He is going to be named tonight the ASCAP 2018 Country Songwriter Artist of the Year. ASCAP is a music licensing company. They recognize Brett for his songs, in case you didn't know, and Like I Loved You, which were the two most played country songs this year. And... Brett's fellow Californian and Orangevale native Devin Dawson has also been honored by the CMA Foundation as he's been named as a spokesperson for their It Starts With Me program. ME stands for music education, and it's a nationwide outreach effort to encourage young people to become interested in music. Sometimes I'm not so good at expressing myself. I always say when I hide behind a song or when I hide behind a guitar, I feel like I can say whatever I want. And so that's just the way I've found that I can express myself. It starts with me. It starts with music education. And that is Devin from a public service announcement that just went online today. You can check it out in just a little bit on our website at KNCIFM. Are you an
1: expert on something? You know, you get those uh, those quizzes online and then if you get 10 out of 10, like movies from the 90s, all of a sudden you have expert rating.
0: Yeah. What are you an expert at that nobody really cares you're an expert at? We actually got on this yesterday because that Queen biopic is coming out tomorrow and ever since I was... If, um, if you're not, if you haven't heard about it, it's, uh, it's a
1: movie about the rock band Queen. Queen. They yeah. were big in the 70s and 80s.
0: Called Bohemian Rhapsody and ever since I first heard that song back in like 1976 or 77 I've been a huge fan of the band. And I was you, just, fair to say, obsessed? I'm not obsessed, but but yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, okay. I, I think my interest is very similar to like your longtime interest in the band, the Beatles. Uh, I just I love the Springsteen. music, Springsteen uh, or, or Springsteen. So you just you just know a lot about it. There was a moment yesterday where Tom
1: declared himself, <laughs> quote an expert on queen i said come on he goes no i'm an expert on queen there's nothing you can ask me that's queen or queen related that i won't know so tom for your enjoyment oh god and everybody else my
0: face aren't i
1: i've come up with three questions you only have to answer one correctly but you're only going to get one so you tell me what question do you want one two or three
0: Are are any of them trick questions? They're all about Queen. Like, what rock station did I work at in 1978 (laughs) when We Will Rock You was was a baby DJ? I can't get that one. Um, I'll two. Uh, Just two. Two. Yeah. All right. Here you go. Okay. Well, he's handing me the uh, question. You read it. What Queen song was released in 1973, then again in 1975, failed to reach the top forty both times? Keep Yourself Alive. Yes. Okay. Give me another one. All right. Here's number (laughs) one. Okay, Queen had four songs that charted in the top ten of Billboard's pop charts. Two at number two, two songs at number one. Uh, name the two songs that hit number one. That would be uh, Crazy Little Thing Called Love and uh, Another One Bites the Dust. That's correct. Okay. And number three. There <laughs> you go. This is the joke question, isn't it? No. Uh Two of Queen's albums, A Night at the Opera and A Day at the Races, were both named after movies starring Marx Brothers. Besides the titles, what do these two albums and two movies have in common? Oh, uh, you might have me on that one. Uh, uh, I don't know. Really? I, I
1: don't know. Both the albums and the two Marx Brothers movies were released at the same time in chronological order. In other words, the same distance apart, one after the other. That's pretty good. Two out of three is not bad, though. We'll give you a fair rating. Oh, come on, a little bit better than fair. I don't know that we can make you the king of queens. (laughs) Last night for Halloween seems like it was one of two ways. You're either one of those houses that was just inundated with trick-or-treaters or you got hardly any.
0: Boy, we got, I think we had four small groups of kids total, which is just really... I'm I almost I'm almost taking it personally. <laughs> we had six kids,
1: and really five kids, because one was a repeat. We were giving out full-size bars, so here's the thing. You know, our, I think our yard was a little too scary uh, for, uh, for the little ones. We had uh, skeletons on a bench. We had a uh, light-up vibrating skulls on the ground, a floating ghost that made noise that came across the yard, and then right next to the door, about a four-foot witch, that her eyes light up, and then she cackles a little bit. But here's the other thing, too. Like, Deetra, she said, turn the lights off. So we had the lights off for a while. And I said, wait, I think the lights need to be on. No, they don't. That way you can see the yard. I said, but if the lights aren't on, how do they know you're you're open for business? That's Ah. what you need, right? Uh So I think next year I'm going to get like Krispy Kreme. I need a hot sign, like a hot light. (laughs) Now serving. Candy now. Fresh candy now. But one of the kids who was about four years old, dressed as a transformer, came up by himself and he got a full-size bar and he was excited about it. And then about 10 minutes later, he came back with two of his buddies. Listen to how excited they are when they realize they're getting full-size candy bars. Like yeah? Yes, yes. Do you have a lot of candy so far? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. pick one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah! Oh, <laughs> yeah! Thank you, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Did he say that's not scary yeah, at that all. wasn't scary at all. And I think that's the ty- type of attitude. Remember when you were a kid and you'd go to the doctor's office for your first shot and you were scared to death and you cried about it and then it happened and went on the way back to the car you went, wasn't that bad? Yeah,
0: exactly. They did it. And we're asking on Facebook, uh, how did your trick-or-treat turn out in your neighborhood? We'll get to some of your answers coming up at 810. And I think I might have an idea. I think I might have an idea for getting more trick-or-treaters to our house next year. If you have
1: leftover Halloween candy or maybe your kids have a little too much and you want to get rid of it, there's a great thing going on with a bunch of dentist offices. Not everyone, but there are a lot in and around Sacramento who are taking the candy. Some of them, they're asking you to donate. Some offices say they will pay up to a dollar a pound. They're going to take that candy and ship it off to our servicemen and servicewomen.
0: Because awesome, there's a whole list on our Facebook page. You can't see iPad and Tom. Yeah, and I, I, that now I know what to do with my leftover candy because we did not have a good turnout last night. And you're really bummed about this because this I, is your big holiday. I love this holiday. And years ago, when our kids were little, so were everybody else's kids in our neighborhood. And as they've grown up, we just we just don't have as many kids. And so it, we, we did ask on Facebook, you know, how was your trick-or-treating this year? And it really ran the gamut. It was from, like, the experience you and I had to... Who was it? Uh, somebody had over 2,000 people at their aunt's house in the Fab 40s. That makes sense. That I mean, that
1: area, the, there are so many great houses to go to, and they're all close together. So yeah. So you can cover a lot of ground. So it
0: just really depends. But I'm thinking, you know, next year, I
1: work in radio. So here, here's the thing. We're both giving out full-size bars, but you can have a great party. But if you don't send out invitations, exactly. if you don't ad- advertise it,
0: nobody's going to know. And we work in radio, and if we want people coming to our door, just like we talk to our clients about, then we need to do a little advertising. So I sent Pat some bullet points, some some information, and you put together uh, a little commercial that uh, that I can save for next year. You're welcome, Tom. Was your Halloween last year
1: lame? <laughs> Well, not this year. Get yourself to Tom's Big House of Halloween featuring full-size candy bars all your favorites snickers reeses milky way skittles twix easy to get to and easy to find not as scary as last year but still more fun than any house on palmerson loop and for a limited time every fifth trick-or-treater gets a dollar this year make tom's big house of halloween your first stop and it may be your last Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. i'm tom haley and i approve this halloween message New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending.
1: Willie McCovey passed away yesterday at the age of 80. He was one of the original San Francisco Giants, and by that we mean he started his 22-year career with the Giants and played all but two seasons with them. He had such a positive impact on the team in the Bay Area that they named McCovey Cove after him. So if you've ever been to AT&T Park, that's why. He was this big strapping a uh, left-handed hitter, and it would have been easy for him to reach the water repeatedly. His teammates loved him so much, they named an award after him. Even after he was gone from the team, they give it out each year to the most inspirational player. It's called the Willie Mack Award. And I had the privilege of meeting this man uh, about ten years ago. I just kind of introduced myself. He spent time with my then twelve-year-old son Lucas. And some of his teammates at Willie's Restaurant in Walnut Creek simply called McCovey's. He talked with the kids about their interests. They laughed. And then he told them that no matter what, two things. You always have to give a great effort. And two, it's important to help other people. Willie McCovey, age 80, he will be
0: missed. I remember you coming back from that weekend and talking about how impressed you were with how he treated those kids. Yeah, and he was, even at that time, he wasn't in great health. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You can't totally blame the fans. Red Sox players were calling for catching and chugging cans of beer all along the route of their victory parade yesterday in downtown Boston. And it it was all fun and games until the World Series trophy got broken. See, Boston, (laughs) this is why you can't have nice things. A full can of beer was tossed towards the float, carrying the trophy, which is actually one of four for reasons just like this. The player holding the trophy wasn't ready. The can hit the $15,000 trophy and broke off a couple of its little flagpole thingies. The uh, damaged trophy can be repaired. The fan who tossed the can doesn't sound like anything's going to happen to him. But how much you want to bet from here on out, the trophy is going to get its own float in like can-proof glass. For future victory parade. Stuff they reserve for the Pope. One of those. Yeah, exactly. You can see the uh, video of the actual mishap on our website, kncifm.com. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.